0: Is it reasonable to assume you're just an amalgamation of your own unique experiences? Perhaps it comes from deeper within, our beliefs, or desires, or soul. So let me ask you again, who are you?
1: Night again.
2: Another week, Friday night. Candor and Camera.
1: Welcome. That is not how we planned on starting out our evening, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> what do <are> you what? <laughs> Sean Sean knows what I'm referring to. The listeners don't. Yet. Listeners have no idea. But we uh hit record and oh, yeah, recorded the intro yeah.
0: and
2: legitimately we were like 10 seconds away from starting the recording for the episode.
0: Yeah, we were about to say hi. Not and to mention, we're already like an hour behind wherever you yeah. want to be, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, in half a tree
1: just crashed through my building and not my home, my shed, and tore down my cable line and internet, and everything went down all at once. And then we had to all run outside and investigate. So it's been an interesting evening. And um, but we're going to put all that behind us until tomorrow when I have to deal with all of my problems.
2: It's gonna be one of those. Well, if it isn't the bridge I said I'd cross later. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> my problems have multiplied. But tonight, you guys came to listen to us talk about what's our topic? Because I, I just my brain <laughs> is like erased. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I bet.
2: But like the who are you? That's right. Yeah, the thought of self identity and where it comes from.
0: Yeah, yeah, very elusive.
2: Yeah, very ethereal stuff, not it's really hard to pin down.
0: Well, I definitely would say
1: that the subject of anything that revolves around like consciousness or a lot of philosophy is a subjective nature
2: in That's and of true. itself.
1: Yeah. So I would say that it definitely has opinion written all over it, you know.
2: Right, right. It, it's almost Well, I mean, not even almost. Like, it's not something you can really define by, like, string of words.
0: Yeah, and it's almost, I mean, well, like you said, it's pretty much opinion. I mean, there's no way to uh, extrapolate where such a thing would really come from. I mean, right now, I don't even know how in the future you could identify such a thing.
2: Yeah, if if it does have a specific form we don't have we have no idea how where it comes from yeah
0: it's almost like thought experiment though
2: right right
1: did you guys see a video by sam harris where he talks about? it's so funny you said that sean because he very specifically says like no matter what kind of advancements are made in the area of neuroscience it doesn't matter what kind of connections we make between what neurons fire what area of the brain like it doesn't matter how dig how far we dig it doesn't matter how far we dig you won't see a direct connection between the sense of self the self identity or who we think we are and the brain because it is a it's an idea that we form yeah you can
2: you can you can, yeah. you can only see the results you can never see how it gets there? Yeah, yeah. There, will never
1: be that tangible. There will never be that tangible connection, right? So it's always going to be a connection that we have to make in our ideas, and so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. We're going to talk about what ideas are there around the subject of self-identity. Yeah. So do you, do
2: we want to? Where do we want to start tackling yeah. this?
1: So there are some broad statements you could probably make about self-identity and those are that's the idea that you have of who you are Mm -hmm. and so i know that seems self-evident but it's worth saying it is who you think you are Mm -hmm. and a lot of people i mean i would say i'm probably one of those people but you view yourself as like this person inside yourself you know what i mean it's like It's almost like you're a person inside your own
2: head. Yeah. When you Mm -hmm. envision yourself, you're like the brain.
1: Yeah. Almost like you're in a body. Yeah. But that your inner self, your, your, your identity of who you are is almost feels separate. And this is of course opinion, but I'm just saying a lot of people view it this way. I think that we, we think we craft this person sometimes. Mm -hmm. I mean, some people view it that way. They, they, they view the self as malleable, and some people view them as themselves as like created or fixed.
2: Does that make sense? Which I, I don't think is completely false. Like, I know I've gained habits from friends. Like, being around people, you
1: influenced you.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You, like, there are specific things about them that you enjoy, and you emulate them. Yeah. And, it that, becomes ingrained.
0: That's a big thing I noticed about me too is uh I tend to do that like that's why 211 like all the up. time I'm, I'm, I'm doing that I'm the same way. And it took me a while to notice that. Uh and it worried me for a while. Like I don't think about it that much anymore, but it worried me for a while like uh am I just like being a chameleon? Yeah, have, have I done like, this since this the beginning? Is this actually me? Like yeah, it was kind of existential at the time, but uh yeah. I
2: I still
1: struggle with that existential – a lot of that because for me, I still struggle with that, I think. Because for me, I try to convince myself that I'm not masking, which has more to do with mental health than it Mm -hmm. does with uh, just sense of self. I mean, well, I mean, not really. It's almost a one-to-one because you're –
2: like, masking is – covering up those the tendencies that you have. Yeah, and you're yeah.
1: questioning, like, am I doing this just to fit in or am I doing this because Yeah, it's that's the exact worry I was question. having. Yeah. was
0: like, am I just acting like this because I know this is how they would kind of expect me to act and how I should, yeah. or is this me? Yeah.
1: But the way I view masking is actually a little bit different, and that's because of the intention behind it. So if your idea is just to be part of the group, if your idea is just to be social... I don't think that that is a negative form of fitting in or a negative way of adjusting your behavior. I don't know if it goes to the core of changing yourself. That's another discussion. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is this uh, yeah, discussion, yeah, but uh, it's it wasn't what I was going yeah. at. But I think masking actually has something to do with altering your behavior to prevent negative outcomes from your
0: behavior. Okay, yeah. does that, that make sense? So, yeah, that's a really good point to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you feel like you're going to be judged negatively for a way that you feel you need to behave because of the way your brain might work, like like take it to one of the farther examples. Let's say you have, I don't know, Tourette's or something, right? You You can't control these things. They're not in your control. You are not physically able to overcome this barrier, right? And the more you try to suppress, at least I have heard. This is
2: not my experience. Yeah, it it builds like a an anxiety,
1: like a pressure, right? And then they burst out. It it can cause them to be worse, Mm -hmm. and it also causes them anxiety. It causes them to live a when they have to suppress them all the time. It causes them. It becomes a stress in their life. And, of course, you know, when you're having to constantly fight this thing and constantly losing and you're judging yourself all the time. Anyway, it's going to drastically affect who you are, right? Right. So they have to, when they try to alter their behavior to fit in, um, to avoid averse or negative reactions from other people, that, I think, is a type of masking, right? And so if you have behaviors that affect your day-to-day that are related to other mental stresses or uh, disorders or whatever it is that you're dealing with. And you're constantly adjusting who you are or how you behave so that other people, so that you can predict or try to control other people's reactions to you. uh, That is a type of like, people pleasing or what it's the mm-hmm. same thing mm-hmm. right and so you might use empathy or compassion to get you know use you having empathy and compassion to get love and affection yeah yeah, yeah. versus you actually feeling that just way, looking for right? positive feedback yeah, yeah yeah and so you might alter your behavior mask who what you're really feeling and then emulate something different whereas Fitting in socially like you said being a, a chameleon of sorts where you're sort of altering your social behavior to more align with the group mm-hmm. I think that's totally normal I think that's how humans have always worked yeah and and it can be scary at first because you're like oh I mean um, that's not me yeah exactly you know yeah, I'm not always this I, fun I don't yeah, joke when, like this or when I found know.
2: myself like emulating habits that I know friends have or like sayings they use all the time. That was one of those, like, I, I don't know if this is one of those, like mimicry is the best form of flattery yeah, but, or like yeah. Yeah. what's going on.
0: And I think that's really what it is, is like you enjoy being around those people. And I mean, that's really what it comes down yeah. to is you enjoy just spending time with them. So why would you not duplicate the behavior that, that you enjoy being around yeah, yeah. that engenders okay. in, in that, or that's not really the word I want to use. That like fosters the relationship.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also reciprocal. They view it as yeah, exactly an it's, acceptance of the. It's almost a positive feedback the, loop. The, yeah. Yeah, 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 and so then they'll continue. You know, if you reacted negatively, or if you had some other reaction, or passively and didn't engage in the same behavior that they're you know putting out towards you then it wouldn't come back. Yeah. Right? That's when it would stop the loop. And so
0: and of course having like <laughs> recurring like sayings or or, or recurring jokes yeah, among jokes. Group, Yeah, inside, like inside like jokes. A, yeah. Yeah.
1: So how much of that plays into I brought this up a minute ago? How much of that plays into being part of who you are though? I mean, is the inside jokes the the friends our play behavior our social moves like is that part of who we are to the core though?
0: I mean, I definitely think uh, it goes deeper than that. I mean, that's loosely connected. Well, I don't know if I'd say loosely; it's connected, but uh, it's like
2: surface compared. Yeah, to- it's like
0: tip of the iceberg type level. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, where did we start before? How did you feel before you actually thought about it, put deep thought into it?
0: I've I've thought about it a lot just throughout the years, but.
2: Yeah, I think we'll find that we all have. I mean, it's sort of an
1: existential question. Like Sean said earlier, it's, it's something that everyone kind of faces,
0: but it doesn't. Like I never came down anywhere with it. Like I mean I did get uh I guess closure for certain issues I had or like realize certain things about myself, but I never got like oh, this is why I'm this way, really. Or like Well, we're able
1: to leave it in like an amorphous question. Yeah.
2: We don't you know what I mean? We don't it's, have to face it.
1: Yeah, it's like we can We can view it like we do Eternity or the Big Bang. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I guess you sometimes feel like you don't have to answer the question, even though it does weigh on you sometimes. Like, it doesn't feel like. Yeah, no,
0: that's the perfect way to say it, actually, is I realize that.
2: And it's also one that doesn't really have a defined answer. So, like, answering it to yourself isn't really necessary for you to just accept
0: it. Yeah, exactly. And and not knowing not the answer uh is really of no consequence one way or the other. Not really anyway. I mean, of course, I think if if you feel the existential weight of it, um uh, I mean, obviously there's some closure you can get, but not the answer really you just have to realize or you just have to accept rather that it's that
1: you've come to form a belief or a type of faith around the issue
0: yeah and you sort of just have to let go of like this stigma almost you have for it yeah uh and just be yeah that might lead into the question well hold on oh that was just how i have previously felt about it we haven't oh yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah yep <clears throat> Your point was leading me somewhere, but that's a it's I didn't mean to start. I'll circle back around to it. I I don't think I'll forget it. I don't have many prepared, so <laughs> you know, I only have a few collections of thoughts.
2: I was kind of in a similar way. I didn't really like I never answered it to myself, for sure. But being able to just like you said, once you accept that fact, it's so much easier to just move on from the question and not really dig deeper.
0: Yeah. You just accept the open-endedness of it because... Well, I mean, that's as far as it'll go.
2: Right, because... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: because it will never go farther.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: There is nowhere else to go except to just continue to ask questions.
2: And maybe it's a human thing. Like, once you come of age and actually like start start putting thought into who you are and like why that is and you just maybe the human thing is to just accept it.
0: It could be because I don't remember there ever being a point where I was like okay, I'm done with this, you yeah. know. It would just sort of over time the issue grew less pressing or grew less pressing doesn't yeah. really make sense. Where
2: where it's just like it is what it is. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I I think that I was the same way in a sense. I don't think I ever really shook the question. Like, or maybe moved on as much as you guys had. There was always this question, especially like as a Christian, you're always told. That is part of your identity, right? So it's like you're a a child of God. You're made in His image. This is this is identity talk, right? Yeah. These are identity words, and so it's it's. I'm not saying it's made to in a negative way. I'm, I use the word it's made to, um, have you connect it to your identity. Um, I didn't mean that in a nefarious sense right but it's guiding you to identify that yeah. like way the, like
2: those words were chosen for that specific reason
1: yeah and um I believe that God wants you to you know as a Christian I believe that it's in God's plan for you to do that but I do think a lot of Christians get trapped in in missing their actual self. Because I did this. Like, this is a personal journey of mine. And I still identify as a Christian. I still, I don't talk about it as much on the pie. I realized this the other day. I don't talk about it as much on the podcast as I used to. And I was thinking about it. And this is, I guess, tangential to what I was just about to say. But I was like, I was like, why am I? Avoiding, I was trying to figure it out because I wasn't actively doing something that I knew of consciously. And so I was trying to understand why I hadn't talked about it in a while because I used to be very, I don't know what the word is. I don't know. I think it it, used to be more present in my conversation. It
2: played a part almost every conversation that you could. Yeah.
1: And we've talked a lot about heavy topics that could have brought a perspective from the Christian faith, my Christian faith. And I didn't bring it up. And anyway, I, I don't know the answer to that question, but I I do I just wanted to acknowledge it, I guess like and not for anybody else out there, but for me, just mm-hmm. that I I don't know why. Um, it's like, I was just, you know how you get on. So like you and I are having a conversation, right. And when we have something in common, it just goes there. Right. Yeah. yeah. And not as a negative comment, we don't have that in common. And so I think just as a natural progression, not an avoidance, not anything nefarious or anything, not anything negative. Uh, but it, it just didn't lead me there naturally, right? Because we're talking about...
0: We're going down a different path. Yeah. Anyway. Right, right. And, well, but I'd like to say that still... Uh, I mean, in the context of our season two, it makes a lot of sense because we've been more conversational yeah. uh, this season than last season. Like, less... For sure. Less... I mean, just flatly, less research-heavy, less note-heavy, less scripted. Yeah.
1: And I... I guess that's just my natural conversation. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, going back. So, you know, Christians are very connected in their identity through their faith. And so when I went into trying to, and I had these existential questions as well, you know, come up in my later life where I was like, Who am I really? Especially when I started dealing with mental health issues. I was like, definitely trying to find out.
2: what, What does this mean for me?
1: Right. And so it became a more important question. And I kept looking and kept thinking that it was tied to my behavior or things I had done or what other people even thought of me sometimes plays into who you think you are. And you don't even realize that you're doing it, that you're forming your opinion about who you are based on uh, things. Other people have told you throughout your life or I mean, thought yeah, about for you, sure. you like, just don't even connect the dots that that was totally reliant on other people's opinion, you know? And I've said stuff like in other podcasts, like about how I, I was told that I was empathetic. And then realized later that I was that I was people pleasing.
0: Mm-hmm. That, that was
1: something I
0: also had a huge trouble with. That,
1: by the way, and I still is something I still struggle too. with yeah. today. Even. Yeah, I want people to think I care so that they will
0: like me or love me, mm-hmm. right? And I I have to like stop and catch myself to like backpedal a little bit and think about what I really feel about the situation.
1: Yeah. And that's hard to be. It is.
0: It takes a lot of effort. And it's also hard to
1: spot sometimes just because (laughs) you're so used to it. It almost becomes second nature. And so that blurs the line. Just the term second nature, right? Blurs the line between sense of self and actual self, you know? It's like, who am I?
2: Yeah, are these habits that I've created part of me or are they in response to? And since you're the one
1: since you're the one that forms, you're the only one who can say what your identity (laughs) is. And since you're saying stuff about yourself that you believe because others believe it, it's like, are you altering that self? Like, because you're in charge of it. All the way. Or are you, I guess. After
2: middle school, all the way through high school, I was like, I guess I just don't like homework because I'm lazy. Like, that was just.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was, yeah. That was sign (laughs)
2: that and like stamp it. (laughs) That
1: is approved. That was you permanently assigned that to who you yeah. were, and it was a total misconception. Re, in reality, it was uh well, be to be blunt, it was a misdiagnosis or an undiagnosed, a missed diagnosis, uh, yeah, yeah, a missed yeah. diagnosis if you will. Yeah, missed diagnosis. Good point. So, in reality, you were missing a big chunk of who you were, and it was totally misinformed.
2: But it was just one of those things, like, it it happens, right? In like eighth to ninth grade, I was just like, well,
0: okay, I guess. Goodbye grades, because yeah. I'm lazy.
1: <laughs> and you resigned yourself. Yeah. So looking back, now that you're older and you have more knowledge, more experience, and maybe even a better understanding of what self-identity is, I mean, what not you say that, I guess my question is your younger self was misinformed about your core truth about your physiology, right? About Oh yeah, yeah. Your yeah, body and your too. mind yeah. as a as a functioning human mind and body that you were misinformed about it. So what is your identity? Was it your idea of yourself or was it the actual one that was misrepresented? What is your self-identity?
2: Now or before?
1: No, I'm saying it if someone's misinformed about that is is self-identity the idea you have about yourself or is it about the oh, true okay, self okay, you're missing? Okay. That's what I'm saying. I follow. Like when people say self-identity are they talking yeah, the, about yeah. the one they know or the true one that they might that, not know.
2: Yeah, that because they might be missing some information. That mm-hmm. I see, I follow now. That's a good question. I mean, I would almost. Uh, Does the question
1: sound convoluted? No, okay.
2: I, in a very simplistic way, it's asking if someone doesn't understand everything about themselves. And hasn't gone through the process of understanding how their mind and body work in tandem.
1: Which is a constant journey, but yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, But in that moment, if they don't completely understand it and there's something going on that they are missing... uh, Unaware of the disconnect? Yeah. Does that mean they understand their true self?
0: Or rather that... uh, Not that it might mean... They understand their true self, but that they think they do. That they have their true self in their head, but it's not actually right. It's like it's they, not it, accurate. It's their perceived right. self. Right. But I guess I mean, but so I think your true self is more.
1: Man, I don't even want to say. That. I guess it really boils down to what the the simplest way to ask the question is: is your Self identity. What you are. Who you think you are or who you actually
0: are. Right. (laughs) That is the question.
2: I think they both matter in the fact that what you think you are impacts you more than what you actually are, usually.
0: Extremely true. That is true.
1: Well, I don't know because who you actually are drastically impacted yeah. your behavior you just didn't know it was doing it
2: well that's true but also like my own self-identity i guarantee you i just stopped doing homework because like i guess i just don't like homework and like it's not worth it to yeah,
1: me. yeah which is also a big impact on your life
2: but it's like but my but own but were, idea of my self-identity affected yeah my identity
0: but the only reason you perceived yourself as lazy was because you had issues that you didn't know about right so in essence, that's, yeah,
2: it, like that's the, the
0: physiology,
1: <laughs> you know, the true self caused all of it,
0: but then you just it's wow. <laughs> all right, so everything I mean, is interconnected. That's weird, man. but does
1: the so the answer probably doesn't even matter, right? Like yeah. I, I'm asking a an abstract question yeah, about yeah. hey, which one is the true self? But it doesn't really matter, like. Which one both is? Both will affect because you. Yeah. I'm putting air quotes around the word true. Yeah, so, right. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> because all of these are ideas, ideas that we don't concretely um, hold in our head. Right. These are these are subconscious things that happen throughout our life, and many, many of them we are unaware of, and only when we sit and try to well,
0: unravel it. Yeah, like.
2: I mean, I think it's hard to ever find the true, like, true self. Yeah. Like, that's that's so beyond <laughs> what I think is feasible. I heard a... To um, be so in tune with your own mind and body.
0: That you're always acting... In
2: tandem with it. Yeah.
0: So I'm going to
1: look something up really quick, and the reason I'm doing this is because I feel it's very rude... For me to not know, oh, the internet, oh. <laughs> phones, but there's this author, just Jen, Jish Jen. I know I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but uh, I apologize. But the essence of what she was talking about was basically the way that cultures view self-identity, which I hadn't really thought about that. It's amazing how close-minded I can be and then never even realize that I'm doing it.
2: That's not something I ever... Me neither, dude. You have opened <laughs> you're up are realm. Yeah, you're bringing in new information. Go ahead. And
1: so she was talking about how a lot of Eastern cultures or um, Asian cultures, the way they view self-identity isn't the same as the way Westerners view it. And I was like, oh, you piqued my interest.
2: Yep. How do you right? view it then?
1: Because uh, I just didn't... It's so funny. You just don't realize there's another way to look at it. And she said that Westerners have this really strong view on individual uniqueness and how we're very hung up on that. Like, so every, we have to understand every bit of ourselves and it has to be different, different than other people. We have to be able to differentiate each other. And it has to be different than those around you, and mostly for uh, our ability to stand out, our ability to be noticed, our ability to be recognized, all of those things, right? And a lot of that plays into the type of economies and other parts of the culture and all of that stuff. But in essence, Westerners really look at uniqueness as one of the core components of individuality of self-identity and how Easterners don't have that hang-up. Like, they are rather than being recognized for their achievements which has a lot to do with individuality, right? Mm -hmm. Our need for recognition with an achievement-based culture with a culture of drive and prosperity, whatever you want to view it as. I'm not using her exact words. I'm just conveying the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But however you want to look at that, the Eastern cultures carry a lot of duty, mm-hmm. so there is a, a much bigger emphasis on duty. And say, for example, we we might judge ourselves in America because we are not "quote unquote" caring enough, right? We believe we have to have that empathy inside for it to for us to be a caring person, mm-hmm. right? Whereas the Easterner you just have to do the caring thing.
2: Right, the the actions speak for themselves kind of thing.
1: Yeah, you don't have to identify as being a caring person. You just have to do the caring you thing. You have to
2: be identified.
1: And that is the essence of duty. Right? It is this is what you should do. So you should do for it for those others or those who cared for you or what, blah, blah, blah. Like whichever way you want to view that. But their perspective isn't, oh, I have to be a caring person and show that I'm a caring person. It is just that this is the level of expectation for someone right and so i don't have to look at myself as caring or uncaring or like it is not a core personality
2: but they aren't hung up on this on this idea that it has to be internalized and then externalized
1: yeah and that goes for a lot of other things that we connect to our identity in western culture that try to make us individuals right we try to differentiate ourselves between each other. So we all try to draw every line we can to not be the same. Whereas over there, it's like, it's not as big of a deal if, if we're viewed as the same in some ways, right? Of course, we're the same in some ways. Like we share a lot of things. And then, but if you were to ask him, like, "Well, are you individuals?" It would be like a silly question. Well, yeah, I mean, of course, I'm different in some ways. Like, it's just a very base. Right, right. Like, it's like, but they don't have to form this complex philosophical, that, existential idea of themselves
2: in their head. That they also don't do that. Like, goes to show what the, do they think like, about all day. <laughs> But that also explains a lot of the like uniformity you see. Yeah. In Eastern culture.
0: Yeah. It's because they're they're not focused on separating. Just what they do to be collective and looking after one another. It's and it's effective.
1: It's true. That's very true. Now I think that there are negative parts to that. Sure.
0: I mean, there's negative parts to
1: our form, right? To what
0: our form.
1: Right, yeah I mean, like you said, when you said, what do they think about all day, <laughs> it's like yeah, we are we don't judge the fact that we sit here contemplating this abstract right, idea right. of self that seems <laughs> not pretentious, but like I don't know what's the word yeah frivolous,
2: maybe I mean it's not yeah, but, but not. Not gaining or losing anything necessarily. It's what we consider it time well spent because we enjoy our time together. But yeah. as far as progress made in any direction specifically. Right. Arguable.
1: And subjective. I mean yeah. you could view it yeah. as you could view it as a total waste of time, or you can view it as philosophically significant, right? So it's. I mean, it's not really like a beauty in the eye of the beholder, but it's like,
0: hmm.
1: it's what what is important to you, right? And if it's important to you, then answering the question is important. If it's not important to you, then you don't have to right, right. listen to the
0: answer, right? This is slightly tangential, but I started wondering how. In Eastern philosophies, uh, how they deal with, like, self-identity in the sense of self and how it plays into their belief or perhaps religion or whatever. And I realized that, I mean, I sort of knew this, that Taoism uh, is sort of about letting go of the sense of self I knew exactly in, a la- in a large way. This. And that's the main thing I want to bring up is Taoism has that pin in there for that. Uh, but I just wonder about other Chinese philosophies, like how much they include sense of self, because I know surface level stuff about a handful of others, like Buddhism and uh Confucian Confuci Confucian Confuci- uh, And I don't think they really
2: cover it that much as far as well, I mean, know. Buddhism definitely does. Does it? Uh, Buddhism is about, Oh yeah, it's about letting the go self as well really. as a separate existence like viewing the mind body soul all of it separate from self.
1: And I'm betting a lot of karmic religions have this separate self, right? Because you have a soul that sort of lives on right right through reincarnation or whatever Uh I, I'm not very familiar with so them, the self is but, separated from yeah, this the existence, earthly existence yeah. and so I would believe that there probably is some kind of separate yeah inner self that they're because I mean they make daily decisions on on their actions and behaviors to not placate but Pay for I don't I don't I'm not trying to use the wrong terminology, but you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. uh, on a karmic level
2: to be on the positive side. Yeah, yeah to be on yeah, the yeah, positive yeah,
1: right. side. So I would believe that the at least if we're looking at this as the way you view yourself, not you know how we talked about the difference between viewing yourself and who you actually are, mm-hmm. but like it affects their behaviors day to day. It affects every bit of their existence. So. I mean, I guess you could consider that part of their self-identity, you know? And so some Eastern cultures definitely do. So there is definitely plenty more that we can go over. Um, And there are tons of views on this, this topic that, I mean, you could probably talk for hours about. Yeah. Every different religion, every different culture.
0: What I was about to say is, Yeah. I mean, it's, such a, a prevalent thing that every every human will come across that it's going to be in all different walks and yeah. philosophies. and
2: I think I had said before, like, it's a very human thing, yeah. I think, to question it. Yeah. yeah. So to see it show up in all kind of different philosophies and cultures, is uh, not too surprising. It's yeah. wonderful to see. It's curious to see, but surprising, probably not that yeah. much.
0: Yeah, and I wasn't aware, I like to say, of how varied it could be. Like, you touched on uh the main view of it in in the eastern culture mm-hmm. is pretty interesting
1: so i i don't feel like i don't know about you guys but i don't i don't feel like a lot changed for me um when i looked at this topic or or thought about this topic or anything but i i feel like maybe not that questions were answered but that the right questions were asked by me, I guess, to myself.
2: My questions (laughs) of, like, what is the sense of self, is definitely opened more doors than it answered, the questions were
0: answered. Mm, I I agree, because, I mean, like I said, I have, thought about this extensively in the past, but never on with such a clear head, I guess you could say. So now it's like, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, I mean, like you said, there are more doors that have opened to sort of what can define or relate to the sense of self. I, I'd never considered, uh, like before you had asked, is the sense of self who you think you are or who you actually are uh, that I thought was an easy question but when I started running it in my head uh, it's much more complicated yeah than like like we said they're so interconnected Yeah, uh, that it's really hard to tell like where it goes uh, yeah. and which one it would be the answer and not that it matters which one would be or that any single one of them are but
2: or that even having the answer makes a difference yeah <laughs> Yeah,
0: I think that's
1: where I ended up When I talk about the finish line for me in this episode I feel like I ended up saying to myself The answer to the question Who am I? Isn't as important as I originally thought Yes Yeah Because being who I am And knowing who I am are two different things. And I think being who I am is way more important. And way easier. Yeah. Than trying to vocalize everything about my Mm self-identity. I think being and acting my authentic self is more important than defining it. And I think, and, and I don't mean that in a way of like, oh, I need to act individual. I need to
0: act unique. I'm saying. Live presently. Yeah. That's what I'm saying and I don't want to keep this going too long, but uh, earlier I had this thought, uh, what sort of affects the way I thought about uh, my self-identity, or not thought about, but, well, yeah, the way I thought about my self-identity and just acted in general, uh, the relationship between how you act and what you believe is very important for your personal sense of self I think because if you're acting out yeah. of your own beliefs uh, it, it really skews things and and it's hard to notice yeah uh, yourself anyway but it affects you in a big way and especially if it involves your values yeah and, exactly and um, yeah
1: I know if you violate your own values then it it violates your sense of self and that's going to degrade Hmm. Um, you know, your, your view of your own identity
0: Yeah and I just wanted to put that in there because I really felt like saying that earlier So that about does it for us guys
1: I am so glad that you came
2: <laughs> I'm sorry about the short episode We have some th- Or I had some things come up I gotta bounce
0: Yeah, life happens, life happens Yeah
2: But, if you will Go to our Facebook page And send us a message there if you have any questions. You can also, please do this, send us your favorite song.
0: Yes. Always on the church for new tracks, personally. Uh, And we're still accepting topic submissions. If you have anything on your mind at all, go to com slash submit. Put whatever you like in the box there, and we will be talking about it shortly. And if you
1: would... Go to the top of our web page, and there's a Podchaser link right there. Give us some stars. Let us know how we're doing. If you're on Apple Podcasts, do the same there. Give us a rating and a review, and it will help us in the ra- in the listings, and it will put us higher up and expose us to more people. If you are following us on Facebook, if you'll share our post, give us some more visibility. We really appreciate everything you guys do for us. Tuning in every couple of weeks and hearing us spout off for an hour or so.
2: About nothing.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Especially this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) So always remember, folks, we love
2: you as a human being. So until next time, take it easy.
0: And I've been in the spot before. If you're feeling that existentialness of it, or the ex- existential—if you're feeling the, you had to start over. David was laughing at. You. <laughs>